Hey guys, hey, hey, it's Cake, Rigid Roosters, hey. Don't forget, everything that we talk about here is our experience. It is our narrative. It is our version of our life and our truth. So don't be offended if if it doesn't match up with, you know, exactly how you feel about all this. You got to remember we're two goofy white dudes from Oklahoma. And please keep in mind that everything that you hear on this podcast is absolutely explicit. And, uh, you know, listen at your own risk. And always remember, fuck them all. We love you guys. Taking fart jokes. Yeah. Taking fart jokes. Taking fart jokes. Yeah, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. to the Rigid Roosters podcast. My name is Cody. Hey, what's up? I'm Cake. How y'all doing today? What's up, Cody? Guys, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to listen to us talk about um, things that we feel are very important to us, but that you might not really give a fuck about. Uh, but uh, That's cool, because I give a fuck about it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, we give a fuck about it, and you guys give a fuck about us, otherwise you wouldn't be listening, so thank you. Um, this is the pilot episode of the Rigid Roosters podcast. Once again, my name is Cody. Uh, I'll be one of your hosts here. Um, I am a 32-year-old male. Um, fuck. What do I want to say about myself, Cake? Well, let's see. I'm 38. You know, I'm, a, I'm an April Taurus. I'm, I'm a straight, demisexual, polyhuman. Uh, he, him. Yeah, that's where I stand in life. So, I am a May Taurus, which is the much better Taurus. Um, <laughs> like the Dallas Cowboy fans, of course. <laughs> so I am a uh, somewhat straight... Um, oh, man. I don't even know how to describe myself. I am a swinger. Um, I am firmly embedded in the uh, the pineapple side of the poly lifestyle. Um, you're a walking, talking boner. I am sure. a walking, talking boner. That is me. Uh, family, if you're listening to this, well, now you know. They picked a podcast that's a boner joke. The Yeah, the title Rigid is literally Roosters. a boner joke. Yeah. That's one thing you're going to find a lot of here is boner jokes. Dick and fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes. Yes, 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 yes. So, Mr. Cake. That's me. What is this podcast going to be about? It's going to be about the lifestyle where Polly. It's going to be a lot about, you know, things that happen within what's going on. Our lives personally, who we are. Uh, of course, we're not going to mention any kids by name, but we do have kids involved. Uh, we share a significant other. Yeah, that's actually how we know each other and how we became to be uh, such good friends is we share a significant other. Uh, my wife is actually his girlfriend, and we fucking love it. Oh, yeah. By the way, my girlfriend is his wife. It's crazy. It's cool as shit, yeah. guys. Um, if you haven't tried it, um, I'm not saying you should because I'm not going to push my beliefs on you, but I mean, it's fun. You know, why not walk on the wild yeah, side? But he pushes now? his wife on me, so that's cool. I do. I do. I'm bad about it. So, 
We started this podcast because I get a lot of questions on TikTok. You can follow me at MacDaddy518. Um, I get a lot of questions on there about our lifestyle, about the pineapple lifestyle, um, about poly lifestyles, things like that. Um, and I thought this would be the way to answer them. I try going through and, and responding to y'all's comments and things like that, but it does get hard because I do get so many questions. Um, I've got 35,000 people on there right now that all want to know pretty much the same thing. How and why do you do this? So instead of going through and writing out each response and all that, we started a podcast to answer all of you at once. Um, now, the reasons that each of us got into podcasting are a little bit different. Cake, do you want to start off with yours? Uh, mostly it's because you asked if I wanted to do one. But uh, <laughs> no, you know, I mean, me personally, I, I'm a performer. I'm a sideshow performer of 14 years, the captain's sideshow. Uh, you know, it's just, it's what we do. And it's one of those things we like to talk about who we are and, uh, you know, if we're going to spread the word of kindness and love people and just, you know, the way we raise our kids, you know, let's spread it to the world, not just, you know, we can start here at home, let our kids know, get good examples. You know, and it's a good way of showing people that, you know, that this doesn't always have to be a toxic thing. This right. isn't about cheating. This isn't about a divorce. Uh, nobody's getting, you know, Rost. Right. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And Some of you younger kids might not understand that reference. <laughs> Go ask your parents then you'll get it. Oh, man. We're fucking old. Oh, fuck. You just fucking dated us. Oh, shit. You should feel bad about that. <laughs> so I started uh, podcasting because one of my, uh, I hate to say idols, but I mean, really it is, is uh, Dan Cummins. And I heard him on a, an episode of Time Suck, I believe it was. If you guys haven't listened to Time Suck with Dan Cummins, you need to go do that immediately after uh, listening to this episode and then rating us five stars. Um, but Dan Cummins' Time Suck, he made mention of polyamory one time. And he wasn't bashing it, anything like that. He just said he didn't understand it. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that don't understand it. And I figured if one of my idols could listen to my podcast and where me and my best friend slash boyfriend-in-law uh, can explain this stuff, maybe it'll help a lot of people understand it. And, uh, you know, maybe Dan will have us on the show one day and we can go fly to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho and talk to him and that'd be fun. Hey, you know, if, if, we, if we got like a retweet or, you know, we reach like two people. No, fuck that. I want a goddamn Time Suck t-shirt. <laughs> All right, one of you bastards, get me in touch with Dan Kevins and get me a fucking time suck T-shirt. But I'll settle for a fucking retweet or some shit like that. There you go. Acknowledge me, senpai. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> but it's playing how this works, you know. I mean, we're gonna start off every show with a beer, you know, maybe something else. I smoke. A, I smoke of the weed. Uh, you smoke of the ganja, man. The ganja, yeah. We're starting off. I've got a, got a Coors. Got the original, the banquet. What you got tonight? I've got a Corona because you can have any beer in the house as long as it's Corona. Right? Or Coors. Well, as Dom said, Dominic Toretto said, <laughs> you can have any beer in the house as long as it's Corona. I made a fucking movie reference and it sailed right over your goddamn head. That's not the reference I think of when I think of that movie. Family. 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 You gotta have family. <laughs> <laughs> you're not first you're last alright guys so you've heard us mention a couple things uh, you know cake being poly you heard demisexual you heard me say that I'm a swinger and things like that 
let's explain some of those things, right? Um, so being a swinger is different than being poly. Um, my view on all this and the reason that I'm in it is solely for sex. Um, I like having sex with strangers. Uh, it's a lot of fun, not only with strangers, with friends, um, people that I may have known for a while. I just really, really enjoy having sex. Uh, for me, it's not as much about building a relationship with these people. Um, it's about having fun and quote unquote playing, uh, as we call it in the lifestyle. Um, that is totally different than what Polly is. And a lot of people see Polly and they think, oh, it's all about sex. That's all it is. That is not the case at all. For me, as in a male swinger, that is what it's for. But for uh, my friend Chris here and my wife, being poly means something completely different. Chris, take it away. Yeah, so, you know, my, myself and Heather, we are, we are demisexual. She's bisexual, like I said, I'm straight. Can you uh, explain to us real quick what demisexual means? Absolutely. So demisexual, I'm attracted to a person's personality, to their... Uh, to an intimate connection with that person. Uh, it's not just about, of course, it's all, I mean, physical attraction, you know, that has to be there first. Right. You know, but uh, sexually, I am into a person I connect with on a deeper level besides just, man, she's got a fantastic ass. Mm -hmm. Whereas me, I see that fantastic ass and I immediately have to dive head first into it, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and then I get the connection and there I am. I'm tongue first right in that thing. Yeah. Strongest tongue in sideshow, as they say. <laughs> but like he's saying, guys, demisexual is uh, its all about having that emotional connection with somebody before you're willing to just rip each other's clothes off. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, a little backstory at this point. Uh, we're going on three months together, Heather and I. Uh, things, you know, they whirlwind, right? Mm -hmm. Best way to put it. We met, had a had a drink one night together at a bar, went a week of flirting over text, and then a week later, that's when you and Heather came on my show, at which at is the, cool as shit. The, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, they pay me enough. I better be okay. At it. <laughs> uh, but a week later, y'all came on my show at the convention in Oklahoma City on a Friday night. Saturday night was our first night that we spent together. Uh, and that was the moment that I knew I was in love with that woman. Mm -hmm. Three weeks later, I told her. She yeah. had she has that magical effect. Yeah. Because I don't know if she's told you or not, but it was three weeks, almost exactly, when I told her that I loved her. Um, I'm 90% sure she's a witch, and we need to burn her at the stake. Nope. I mean, she's hot. She camp is hot. That's already hot. I'm still I'm still in camp witch. I think <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> she's in those stones and. The moon and she likes shiny rocks that supposedly do things for your uh, your auras and shit like that. It is also a full moon night. Yeah. Yeah. What the, dog? The third member of the podcast, Bullet, German Shepherd. He's here. Yeah, and he's apparently wanting to speak, but he does not speak English, so we can't actually allow dogs on the podcast. Plus, this is way too old for you, sir. All right. This is for mature audiences only, and you are not mature. This dog's like a year old and thinks that he is, you know, above the age of 18, which you'd better be if you were listening to our podcast. If not, turn this shit off right now, or I'm going to tell your parents, and I'm going to shoot Santa Claus. Yeah, and tell your mom I said hi. 
yeah. Tell your mom both of us that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and so you know, there like you know, there's lots of stuff we agree on, right? You know, I mean, we agree on Heather's hot. Mm-hmm. We also agree that she's hot as shit. Yeah, she has fantastic ass. She does. Great tits. Yeah, perfect. But see, therein lies the difference, right? There are things that we agree on, but Cake, at first, fell in love with the ass of her personality, right? It wasn't the ass of her ass. Right. It was the ass of her emotions, of her spirit, her spiritual ass, if you will. Yes. You know. Like, and it is a very nice spiritual ass, but that is not the first that. thing I noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, backstories for me, um, Heather and I... awful football teams. I love great football teams. Um, <laughs> the best football teams. So, oh, so my team, the greatest football teams on the planet. Careful, you're starting to sound like a Cowboys fan. <laughs> we, we did, boys. All right. Um, anyways, uh, no, I am a Chiefs fan through and through. And then Oklahoma State, Cowboys, uh, pistols firing. I will always support forever but i'm also a patriots fan oh you fan here and i try not to hold that against you i try not to hold it against you i try to look past these things these imperfections and i try (laughs) to be supportive of him in these dark times and i just i don't get the same in return you know it's really it's it's almost an abusive relationship but jokes on him i'm into that shit um (laughs) watch it We've, we've recently learned that you were also into watching it as well yeah yeah exactly um that's that's a story for that's a, a different episode. Story, yeah. I think that's episode three coming up. Um, but <laughs> now some backstory on me. Uh, Heather and I were uh, married. Oh shit! Was it ten years ago? Almost ten years ago. Yeah, almost ten you years know, ago. Just listen to this. I it's like get that right. It's like nine and a half years. Next month. Yeah, it'll be next month when this comes out. Uh, I was like next month for your anniversary. No, no, no. Our anniversary is in May, and it'll be October by the time this releases, probably. So yeah, one month after that will be November, which will be half, and that'll be. You know, because you're five eighteen, we're six twenty two. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, yeah, like nine and a half years, something like that. Uh, We've been together for like eleven years, Um, and then uh, probably. I'm going to say, like, two years ago, uh, we made the decision to open up our marriage. Started out with both of us doing the swinging thing, and then she quickly discovered that she was demisexual, which is my buddy Cake here described, that that is, a re- you have to have that emotional bond with someone. Um, so then we started discussing her being poly, and, uh, you know, I'm all for it. Um, I want... Well, real quick, let me just say, you know, everybody's definition of... Uh, Demi or bi or anything, you know, er, 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 it's all different. You know, it just so just so we're all aware right. that when we're talking, you guys, this is our version of how we define who we are. Right. We're basically trying to put this stuff into layman's terms for people that don't know anything about any of this stuff, or for for people that might be trying to find themselves. Right. Um, there are so many different definitions for this stuff that it, it can actually get really confusing sometimes. Um, I'm a member of a few poly groups on Facebook, and like. The number of people that don't agree on what one word means never ceases to amaze me. Um, but then again, that's just Facebook. You could throw a picture of a tree limb on there and somebody would say it was a twig. Lizard and then all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton's hiding in the bushes and drinking children's blood and shit like that. So, 
<laughs> well, let's be perfectly clear when it comes to politics. We're not going to agree. No, no. You know, nobody will. Yeah. You know. I, I, we, we, we're, we're both lucky as to where, you know, we both very much right down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know. Staunch. I am a staunch libertarian, which means I am firmly right in the middle of everything. Um, I don't believe that the left has everything right. I definitely don't believe that the right has everything yeah. right. Matter of fact, I think they are two wings of the same idiot fucking bird. Mm-hmm. So I don't lean left, I don't lean right. I got a curve that goes right up to the top, <laughs> right down the fucking middle. That's it. But that so, was a dick joke, by the way. Just curved that up. Was, yeah. That was a dick joke. <laughs> I think that is number two for the podcast. We need to bump those numbers up immediately. Oh shite! Dick, 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 dick. Let's see how quickly iTunes will take us off of their platform. I don't think Spotify will, but I think iTunes might. I don't know. I think you got to have a following first. And... So we'll see. This is only the first episode. You know, maybe you guys like Snap. Share it. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, put it on mute. Let it play. Just get us some listens. That'd be neat. I mean, I'm not mad about that. And while he's saying that, whatever platform you guys are listening on, um, this is going to come out on Spotify and iTunes. Whichever one you're listening on, please, for the love of all that may or may not be holy, whatever Sky Daddy you believe in, Please go and rate us five stars. Um, if you like anything that you heard, rate us five stars. It really helps boost us to the top, helps our visibility, helps people see us and come listen to us more. Um, you know what? And I'm a sucker for a little bit of punishment. If you hate me, yeah, the worst thing you can do is give me five stars. Oh, so, yeah. You know, if you hate me, give me five stars just so I know that I'm doing awful. You know? Even if you don't like us, but you still want to support the American <laughs> dream, please rate us five stars. And then in the little review section, tell us what pieces of shit we are. We fucking love that. Like, yes. I will be furiously masturbating as I read that. <laughs> you know, especially if you repost it. Oh. And share it with all your friends and tell them yeah. to repost it. How much like you hate times. us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tell them, say, you got to listen to these guys. These guys are awful. Yeah. Humiliate me, daddy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, as I wore my hat that says daddy on it all night. By the way, that's another thing about me. I'm a daddy dom. I am not sure where I fit uh, there yet. Um... <laughs> That is for You're on the, the kink other. episode, though. Yeah. God damn it. We keep wanting to go down that road. Well, if we got to explain who we are. We do have to explain who we are. So, yeah, I'm not sure where I fit on that. Um, I've been called a switch. Um, I'm sure that I will find out eventually as I do more experimenting and uh, playing with strange women. I'm sure that something will come up where I figure out what I am. Uh, Again, walking, talking, boner. That's pretty much what it is. Um, if you're into it, chances are I'll try it four or five times. Six if I'm into it, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much me. So, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and move on. You know, if we're gonna actually do this, let's. Uh, how do we make this work? How you know a lot of people? That's the question I get is, how does it work? Communication you know, and honesty. Yeah, being very truthful with one another. Uh, you know, it's as far as it goes. You know, I mean. There's three different relationships with, 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 within what we have. You know, you've got our friendship, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys have a marriage, mm-hmm. and then we have a relationship. Right. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's the, the triad of it all, the thruple part of it, you know. Uh, you know, that, but as far as mixing relationships, that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Uh, very platonic here, and then... You know, and then, like I said, I have my relationship with her. You have your relationship with her. And then when you're home from work, you know, we, you know, if the kids are all, you know, sleeping elsewhere, 
You know, she likes to be the middle spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, For those of you familiar with uh, with poly and the term polycules, ours is a V with Heather in the middle. Um, you know, like like he just said, everything between cake and I is strictly platonic. We are best friends, uh, but we don't get involved like that. Um, you know, the Heather is is we we share her, and that's basically what it is. So the, the thruple thing, I don't really know that that applies because it's not all of us in it's, a relationship with each other, but there it's again, an easy it's way just, of explaining. Yeah, it. yeah. It's just different definitions for different things. But yeah, uh, for those of you familiar with poly terms and the polycule, it's a it's a V formation. We are geese, and Heather is our leader. Oh, oh yeah. No, she. We are very domesticatedly turned on mm-hmm. you know all we want is someone to point where we're going to go and what we're going to hang where well, tell me what to do and how many nails to put in we'll be good yes <laughs> the hard part though with her though is you have to actually do it before she does yeah because she just starts doing it. Well, there is a them. very limited amount of time in that window yeah, oh yeah no if, about, if you see it needs to be done do it it's about 37 seconds that's about <laughs> all you got yeah. so that's that's when you build that trust i get like five like i think that look over here yeah let me oh shit it's already up well see she's learned that i've been in the oil field for god 16 years now so my hearing is completely shot so she has to make sure that i heard her first and then if i heard her and i still haven't done it then she'll go do it and then I, me i've got the adhd brain and tinnitus so it's says yeah. something to me if you're you're not even looking at me mm-hmm. huh yeah huh? Eh. Eh. and plus i'm old yeah. Yeah, as the children like to remind us, we are old. I am old. We are old men. God damn it. Yeah. And as you just dated us earlier in the podcast with the fucking Ross reference. <laughs> but that's friends, though. That's... That was a terrible show. Ter- are you fucking that kidding me? That was a god-awful show. No. That show is not funny it was at all. the best show of no. all time. No, definitely not of all time. All time. Okay, but, is the best no, show of all no, time. but that's two different types of shows. Like, Wait, you, said, that's a you said a blanket statement. You okay. said the best show of all time. Sitcom wise, absolute best sitcom of all time. Only second to shit. It was Shit's Creek right behind it. See, all I, day. I would put Shit's Creek ahead of friends. Well, I, I can't. No, you, you, you'll never, especially when it comes to a show, you'll never recreate the you know what they all had. You know what I mean? It's a great show. But, you know, I'm also a few years older than you. Not many, just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple six, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. but just old, enough, just old enough that, you know, I was already in high school and graduating by the time you were sprouting pubes. No. You graduated six years ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I had a full beard by the time I was eight. <laughs> All right. Didn't That's we discuss this the other day? I was actually born with a full beard and uh, I had a cigar in my mouth. In one hand, I had a can of, uh, uh, bottle of Corona, and in the other hand, what did I have? I want to say it was an M16. In mm-hmm. the other hand, I can't remember which one it was. I was gonna say lube, probably lube. Probably well, no, because probably I, gun oil lube. You know, we're not sponsored, but gun oil. Yeah, it could be gun oil. You know, I mean, that kind of just meets both guns and seriously yeah. masturbating. Well, see, but I came out, I chugged the beer, dropped the bottle, smacked the nurse on the ass, and then. No, I didn't throw the bottle. I just dropped it. I didn't have that upper body strength yet Lame. to throw the bottle. See, I came out throwing bottles. Yeah. I mostly side. You know, I'm not really much of a drinker. I like the weed. Yeah. Benching 475 as soon as you came out. Just oh yeah. Fucking one-handed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just my dick. It was a lot bigger back then. It just never grew. Yeah. <laughs> 
if it wasn't a lot, just looked a lot bigger. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, back then, yeah. <laughs> they called me Tripod Man, but, you know, I was two foot tall, and of course that thing touched the ground. <laughs> no, thanks, you know. <laughs> God damn it. Terrible. Is that number three? That is, uh... I think that's number three. Number three, what the, yeah, I mean, three inches, yeah. God damn it. Okay, there's number four. <laughs> so, okay, we're doing good. We're, we're yeah. meeting our dick joke quota. Quota, quota. <laughs> but no, so uh, communication really is the biggest thing, and that's even communication between uh, me and you. Uh, you know, I know um, I suffer uh, from pretty severe depression and anxiety, um, and it's it's real bad when I'm at work. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I work in the oil and gas industry, uh, which takes me away from home for now two weeks at a time. Um, and when I'm there, um, I don't know the technical term for it or the clinical term, but I go into these spirals and I can end up in a pretty dark place. Uh, even with the medication that I'm now on, uh, I can end up in a pretty dark place for several days at a time. And, uh, one thing I found is, you know, and everybody tells you this all the time, talking about it really helps. And so, uh, 90% of the time I'll just reach out to Chris and I'll say, Hey man, uh, I'm having a bad time. I need some help. Uh, can you talk me down? And there's been several times that he has, and it is well, a you've huge the same for me. You know, I mean, it's a whole lot of two dudes want a cup, you know, just trauma dumping on it, you know. And was that a, was that was that a reference? That was a dirty porn joke reference. Yeah, I caught the reference. Two I, girls want a cup, just trauma dumping all over it, man. You know, yeah. what I mean, but that's what it is. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, it's and it, it's good to have that to talk to, you know, especially another person, because you know, I mean, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You know, uh, yeah, letter Kenny reference again. <laughs> but no, you know, it's good. You know, I mean, you can have, you know, there, Heather's a fixer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what she does. Uh, and sometimes you don't need someone to fix. 90% of the time, I don't need anyone to fix shit. No. I just need to get it out. Yeah. You know. You know, and to have someone to talk to, you know, because, again, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Men deal with, you know, anxiety and depression different than women, you know, and that's, you know, not saying it's any worse or any, you know, but it's the way we've been taught our whole life to process, you know, uh, to have somebody that you can reach out to, you know, I'm in therapy, you know, you're working on it and, you know, and you've had 11 years of having Heather to talk to and it's Mm -hmm. good to have somebody else who goes through the same thing to talk to about that, you know, when I'm on the ledge about something, I can talk to you about it, whether it's uh, somebody who's you know, in other people's lives that, you know, I don't agree with them being there, but we talk to each other about it. And I, you know, and I may take that to the person I need to talk to about it. Uh, You know, it's the same, you know, it's, it's just, it's, and that being said, you can always reach out to people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the worst they can say is I don't want to listen, but at least you say what you got to say and you get it off your chest. It feels better to, 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 to release it. Well, and you made a good point just now about, um, you know, I've been with Heather for 11 years um, I've actually been suffering from anxiety and depression for nine years and I haven't done a fucking thing about it until about three months ago. You mean to tell me society taught us to bury our feelings and Oh, I had that shit anybody. buried. It was like down in my toes. Yeah. I had that shit That's buried. how we learned. That, you know, the thing is, guys who work with their hands and learn how to especially use things like excavators, we learn to bury that shit real deep. And that's mm-hmm. why we like big stuff. Yeah. Because it digs big holes. And, uh, you know, I, I had buried that shit for so long, I didn't talk to anybody about it. And I had several people ask me, are you okay? Is everything okay? And the answer was always, yeah, I'm fine. And if you guys find yourself answering any way other than, 
yeah, I'm great. Everything's cool. And meaning it, then talk to somebody. Even if you're feeling great, fucking talk to somebody. Um, because the way that I started getting help was a complete fucking mental breakdown and word vomit all over my wife. Uh, told her things about the past you know, nine years that she had no clue about. Um, I mean, there were several times I was in a place so dark that it was really bad thoughts going through my head. And, you know, I mean, I think you can guess the kind of thoughts that were going through. And uh, I didn't tell anybody about it. I just buried it and kept going. And had I talked to her sooner, had I talked to anybody sooner, um, I would probably be in a much better mental place now than I am. And I'm better now than I have been in nine years. Right. And that being said, too, you know, I mean, it's hard to look at that and say, hey, you know, I regret doing that because I don't believe in regrets. Right. You know, regrets to me is, you know, it happened. You know, I wouldn't be where I was today. You know, I could regret um, being with my ex, but I wouldn't have had my daughter. Right. Um, you know, it just, it, it's, regret is what it is, but you can't regret things. Everything leads to where you are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, uh, it took me a long time to go over the idea of needing closure from my ex-wife for what happened. And, you know, fun, true story. And talked to the woman in 10 years. Uh, went to the tattoo convention I was working at the weekend. You met us Friday night. Uh, was the night that we met. And the next morning, I'm on cloud nine from having met her. You know, I spent the day with her. And, you know, just falling more and more for her, knowing that I was staying the night with her that night. And uh, I was running in. I was going to go talk to a friend of mine at the tattoo convention. going to Boots. You know, there's a shop here locally. Uh, you know, and walk over to Boots, say hi that morning, Saturday morning. And. My ex-wife is setting, you know, in there, and you know, of course, you know, it's like, Ooh, keep going. You know, it's like I haven't, haven't seen her talk to her in ten years since 2012. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's in there all day getting a tattoo. I'd seen her tattoo in Renee's post online. Uh, you know, and her uh, just being at the shop, hanging out, pictures that she had right. uh, that she had shown me, and thinking, well, it's a good tattoo, but never knew who was on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we talked, and. Uh, you know, and, and, and after the show, you know, I did my thing all day. You know, she was there. I'd see her mom, her new partner, uh, her aunt, you know, and everything. And, you know, it was cool. you know, I just let it be, you know. Nobody bothered anybody. And then after the show, at the very end of the show, after we were doing our last uh, suspension, uh, you know, she came up. It's like, you know, she said hi, introduced herself. And you know, I said, Mrs., you know, I don't know your last name. And she said, actually, doctor. Cool. Good for you, you know. Proud of you, proud of you. Talk for a second, and with a hug, got that closure. Mm-hmm. She never thought you'd get. And life's been good. You know, we've read her a couple times since then in uh, the public, and it wasn't weird. Didn't run for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, I had a big closure on that. And that's what's made this relationship and everything we've had all together kind of work. You know, I'm in a better place because, of course, you know, I still deal with anxieties and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, I. I'm open with my feelings, always have been. Uh, I'm a crier, those who don't know. Uh, I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm bored. God, I watch it. You know those military homecoming videos on TikTok? Oh, fuck, those give me a <laughs> I will weep like a baby. Every single time. You still little with the kids or the, oh. the, the homecoming ones, like the homecoming football games with yeah. the, the players. Yeah, what gets are. me is when they surprise them at school and, like, the classes in on it and everything. Like that it, instant boom! I'm sobbing uncontrollably. You know, it's it's, it's got to be a you know, especially a dad thing because we all want our kids to do that. We just kind of work. Yeah. You know, and 
Yeah, I was a truck driver for five years. Of course, I want that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, that's one thing I get lucky with. Like, that's the best part about working out of town is I get to come home and my kids are fucking ecstatic every time I, I walk through the door or every time I pull in the driveway or something like that. It's a fucking amazing feeling. It really is. Yeah, you know, we got a bunch of good kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got two that are y'all's. Uh, I've got one that's mine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you have a niece that stays here during the school year. Right. Uh, yeah, sixth think, grade, fifth grade, fourth, and third grade. Yeah, we, we got them all. We got almost an entire elementary school. I think that's one of the things that helps us work so well together is right off the bat, we talked with each other. And one of the first things that Chris told me was, you know, I'll never try to replace you as dad. And I think from the get-go, that has been one of my worries with this whole thing is uh, someone coming in and, you know, trying to take my spot, right? Well, Chris ease that immediately. I mean, within, yeah, what was it? Oh, with probably 15 minutes of us sitting down and talking, it was, it was boom. Hey, I'm not trying to take your spot. I'm not going to take over his dad, anything like that. Um, and well, you know, well, it really was, you know, cause I mean, it was, we met that first day on that Saturday or Friday mm-hmm. and that next Saturday you had left, right. you had gone back to work. Uh, and Heather's good. You know, she, Immediately had a group text between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I had your number, you had mine. Right. Uh, it was me. It was like, cool. Let's talk after that. You know, outside of that, and we, we have we have a good conversation that goes outside of this group text, and uh, we talk to each other. We, you know, we we're, we're, we're each other's dance. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you talk about something between you and Heather. You know, I'm here. You know, yeah. we're very neutral when it comes to that stuff, and talk each other off the off the ledge. You know, uh, you know, even when it's not about that stuff. Right. Uh, for instance, last night, uh, I had a little spot. I wanted to see my daughter this weekend. Uh, you know, I get several, you know, weekends. And uh, part of my schedule is she going to a Girl Scout camp out this weekend. So I was going to have less time with her. Because I was going to have her during the school day the, the, during the week. And, uh, you know, I got home last night kind of late. Worked in my brother's shop. And, uh, you know, I was kind of upset. Walked in, told everybody good night. Just kind of like, no, I just, I got to go away. You know, real drama to me about it. You know, you text me, you good. Yeah, I'm good. And we talked. I just didn't get high, cry, and just throw my ass off. It was good. Yeah. Good cry. Well, Watch some TikToks, people. There's been some times, too, where, like, you know, Chris doesn't know a lot about what I do. I mean, I've, I've seen videos and stuff and, and explaining stuff, but, I mean, really, he's, he's an objective listener. And there's been stuff that I've explained to him, like, hey, man, I'm having a real hard day. Uh, this swell's been fighting me all day at work. I'm fucking frustrated. I'm pissed off. Uh, this is also happening with the office. And even though he might not know a lot about like the technical side of what's going on, he he always you know reassures me. Hey man, you wouldn't be where you're sitting if you didn't know what you were talking about. You're doing good. You're doing the best that you can. Don't let it get to you. You know. And one thing that him and I have both started doing and that we remind each other of a lot is looking for silver linings anywhere that you can find them. And, uh, you know, that's that's something that has hugely helped me. Um, and actually, this uh, this last, what we call a hitch, where I'm, I'm away from home, um, I would actually look for them every day. I'd look for, try to look for a new one every day. Even if I couldn't find it, I would use the same one. And this last time, it was, uh, you know, the weather was cooler, and I was working kind of, out in the uh, desert of New Mexico, and something about the air out there, it just, it feels clean. It's almost like magic uh, whenever the weather starts cooling down out there. 
and it's just, the blue mat of New Mexico. And that's what it is. But it's like it breathes life into your lungs. And there was one day I just took a breath out there and I was like, man, this is amazing. Um, I love this. And I texted him. I was like, hey, I found my silver lining. This is what it is. And so now, anytime that we're having a rough spot, it's always, hey, look for the silver linings. Find your silver linings. And, you know, that's, I think that's really amazing where even though we might not understand exactly what the other person is going through, we can still relate, you know, to each other to be like, hey, look for this, find positives, come out of it with a better mindset. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that really gets us through most of it, you know, I don't think she knows what she's doing, but, you know, there'll be times where, you know, I'm having a bad day, mm-hmm. and I'll get a random text, uh, you know, just, you know, it's like, you know, if I'm in my head over something, you know, I'm questioning her, you know, like, did I mess up something that, you know, is, is kind of mad at me, did I do something wrong, that I upset you, I get a text from her, just some random thing about how, you know, just a video, yeah, I love you, you know, just so you know, you know, stuff like that, just little videos that, you know, I know it's just for me, mm-hmm. it makes me feel better, Yeah. Uh, just like, you know, it's like a titty pick like this was just for you mm-hmm. you know it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but and she's really good about that I don't think she you know I don't think she realizes she, she just speaks from the heart that's yeah. what's in her soul she has to say it and yeah. she says it and and that's really kind of what it is and oh. you just hit the nail right on the fucking head though yeah how do we make this work speak from the heart yeah that's it that's all you got to do. Speak from the heart and listen. And boom, you can, you can make polyamory work for you. Yeah. It's that simple. And even with, like, swinging, I mean, that's it's the same way with swinging partners. Um, you know, I've got a few different girls that I'm talking to right now that um, I'm really, really enjoying. I can't say that it's love or anything like that. It's definitely lust. Uh, but communication goes a long way in keeping that going. Uh, you know, if you don't want to ruin those relationships, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to have those just be a one and done, then you've got to communicate and you've got to keep things completely open with everyone involved. And, uh, you know, that's something that we do on both sides is communicate. And, you know, speaking for Heather and myself, this has been huge in helping our relationship with each other because, I mean, we're communicating now in ways that neither one of us ever thought were possible. It's been a really, really good thing. You just like getting pictures and videos of Heather sucking my here. I do. I, I really enjoy that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's for the goddamn kink episode, though. <laughs> well, episode you gotta three. Keep, you got to keep them real big. Because like, what? Because see, now we're telling it's episode three. You know, and even next episode, I can tell you exactly what it's going about. It's going about the dirty dark side of all this. You know, yeah. jealousy. Yeah. You know, dirty yeah. thoughts about, you know, your, your head, your brain lying to you about what's going on, you know. Uh you know, and that's so going to be next episode. You thought this episode was bad with the depression shit? Wait till that one, all right? I'm going to make you cry. I'm planning on it. If oh, you're yeah. not crying by the end of it, you owe me $100. Everyone I listening. I got 100 bucks. No, not you. I mean, oh, everyone oh, listening. Okay. I will put my cash app in the uh, description for the episode. <laughs> you can just send it to me. But, yeah, this is a, this is a really, really fun lifestyle. Um, you get out of it what you put into it. And right now, what we're putting into it is... Love and fun. Yeah. If you don't like it, man, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Now, speaking of that, let's talk about uh, some issues that we've run into. Because I think 
Uh, we were going to save this for another episode, but I think that it would be great to kind of... We're giving a lot of information in this episode, right? Maybe people are curious about starting uh, either an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship or even a swinging relationship, and they don't necessarily want to hide it, right? I am here to tell you that not everyone will understand it, first of all, because it is not quote-unquote normal. Now... I want to give my definition of the word normal, okay? The word normal means fucking bullshit is what the word normal means, okay? Normal is a word that was invented by fucking old white dudes that wanted us all to conform to one goddamn idea and all fit in this little fucking box so that they can control us. Normal is fucking stupid, and I don't ever want to be normal, okay? Now, your family, especially if you are from, like, rural Oklahoma, (laughs) <laughs> which is where I am from. It's where all of my family is from. Um, your family is not going to understand. And there are going to be some of them that will tell you, you need to hide this. You need to not be so public about it. You need to not talk about this. People are going to say things. They're going to have questions. Cool. Fucking talk about it. Ask me. Ask mm-hmm. me all the questions that you want. But if you are telling me to hide who I am just for the simple fact that you don't want to see it, Fuck all the way off. Yeah, okay. and, and you know that, that being said as well, you know you'll, you'll have family who are completely supportive of it. Friends That's true. Are, you know, completely yeah. like badass. Good for you guys. Yeah. And you also have ones that are, you know, it's like I don't get it. Yeah. Not my thing. Yeah. But have fun. You know. Yeah. You, when you get, you know, if you get hurt, you get hurt. You know. And, yeah. You know, that's my lesson to learn. That's not yours. You know, and that's but that's what we're teaching the kids, you know. I've got a cousin that uh, that I texted the other day. Cause I, I had a huge, humongous falling out with uh, some members of my family. And I texted my cousin, and I was like, hey, man, because he always sends me snaps and things like that. Uh, I texted him, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I really appreciate you keeping in touch with the black sheep of the family. It really means a lot to me. And uh, I said, you know, I want to try to get down and see you guys more, blah, 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 blah. And he responded with, he's like, man, you're not the black sheep of the family and you never will be. He said, we're all black sheep on this side of the family. And he said, welcome to it. So that made me feel really good. I've got a lot of support there. Um, I mean, you know, one of my my grandmas is supportive of it. My aunt that I never thought would be is supportive of it. So, I mean, I've got support coming from places that I did not know it would come from. And I've also got a lot of hate and uh, disdain coming from places that I never thought it would come from. So there is good and bad. Um, yeah, especially when you know more about them than they think you know about exactly. them. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Google and, Fi, man. Google Fi. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun way to text people randomly during dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Google Voice. Those of you that don't know, um, Google Voice, whenever you create fake phone numbers, actually uses the area code from your exact location. So. If you want people not knowing who you are when you text them from these made-up numbers, if you're that much of a fucking coward, um, be sure that you turn off your location services because, I mean, I only know two people that would have been in that area at that time, yeah. so I know exactly who it was that was texting me, and uh, you know what, fuck off. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to get all sorts of hate and stuff, but my best advice is don't hide or censor yourself for anybody. Um if you want to be out and proud about it, be out and proud about it. There is no one that can stop you. Yeah. And we only have one life to live. Fucking hashtag YOLO. You know what I mean? And uh, live your life to the fullest. 
don't let anybody stop you from that. And like I said, if you want to be out and proud, fucking do it. And that's what I want to do. That's what Heather wants to do, and that's what Chris wants to do. We want yeah. people to know about our life, our lifestyle, and things like that. Because like I said, especially for Chris and Heather, it's not just about sex. It's not. It's, it's love. It's this whole new relationship that they are forming that's going to last a long, 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 long time. To infinity and beyond, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around, maybe even farther. And, you know, while it is about sex for me, like, I am completely supportive of Chris and Heather. So, yes, I am out. I am 100% proud of them. I am out and I'm 100% proud of me. Um, hell, we've even told our kids about it. And you want to know, one of them had a question. Uh, my son came up and he said, um, are you guys getting a divorce? Or does that mean... What did, he, what did he say? He Isn't said, that another word for cheating or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? He said the street the street term for that is cheating. Yeah, and when as soon as we corrected him and said no, that's not the case at all, and we explained to him what was going on, he said, "Okay, can I have this for dinner?" Yeah, you know, like it was. It's not a big <laughs> thing. There's a lot of people that it's not going to be a big thing at all to. So don't be scared to be yourself, and, uh, and don't be afraid to let your kids just be who they are. You know exactly. It may just be a phase. Who knows? It, who you know, knows but, and who fucking cares? But why make them hide it? Why right. make them be ashamed of who they feel like they might be on the inside? Let them explore. Let them figure yeah. it out. Just because they say, hey, I'm in a, you know, I'm bi, doesn't mean that they're going to go out and have sex with everybody they meet at right. 10 or 11. It just means that it's like, well, somebody I look up to. Mm-hmm. has told me they're by. Well, and it's entirely possible, because I remember it at 10 years old. I mean, I was having those feelings as well. And, I mean, truth be told, I like I mentioned earlier, I am questionably straight. Um, I mean, there are instances where um, I believe that I could be bisexual. And, you know, I remember at 10 years old having those feelings, the same as I have right now. Um, so, you know, while it may be just a phase, while it may be just kids exploring let kids be kids let them explore and you know to everyone saying uh the alphabet mafia is attacking the children and trying to corrupt them and things like that no i promise you your kids are having these thoughts all on their own yeah because i was nowhere around the quote-unquote alphabet mafia when i was growing up and i was having those thoughts and those feelings at eight years old i think is what mine was and on from there so the Alphabet Mafia is not doing anything to anybody's kids. No. You know, from my point of view, you know, uh, one of my really, really close friends, I'm still close friends with, you know, he came out to me uh, beginning, of, you know, right before sophomore year started, or, I'm sorry, sophomore, right before freshman year started. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hadn't really told anybody. He'd never been with a boy, you know, had never even held a hand or kissed one. You know, he just, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that, that, that was the whole thing. You know, he knew, he told anybody, and he was outed halfway through the year. And, you know, most of high school, you know, I was getting fights, you know, to, to, with my friend. I got to see that, that side of it. I mean, the early 2000s and the 90s, that was rough. You know, to, to go through as kids, you the way you're taught. You know, we used to say things, you know, like, gay, let's gay. You know, we didn't mean it like that, but that's the way the, the world was teaching us. Yeah. Uh, you we know, said a lot of shit. Back in those oh days, they just would absolutely not fly now. Oh, absolutely. And especially in the TV shows, talking about boners. Yeah. You know, or in the movies, showing boners. We, kids with boners. We can talk about boners on this show because 
it's going to have a little E tag right next to it. So all you fucking internet trolls can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I mean, I get boners. Yeah. Boners are cool. Yeah. I mean, boners boners happen. And if you have a problem with us talking about boners, please go rate us five stars and then tell us all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell tell me how your boner is better than mine. Yeah. You know, show me. I'm like a two-star boner. Give me, show me your five-star boner all day. <laughs> okay. Now let me clarify. Don't put dick pics in the, I, the iTunes reviews. They will not like that. No, no. Send them directly to Cody McCaskill's. Uh, uh, I am DMs. not putting my Snapchat on there. I'm only putting my TikTok username, and you cannot send pictures on there. So jokes on you. You can't send me dick pics. <laughs> You're planning to go out there and hand out your your last name. Oh fuck! Sorry, right. put like a cow moving right there. Yeah, I can find it. Never know. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's but that's what it is. You know, with with the the, the positives and the beautiful parts of life, there are always going to be negatives and dark spots. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have spots where you're happy and you're you're excited, but you're also going to have times where you're just you just need to be an emo kid, put your head down, listen to some Hawthorne Heights, mm-hmm. get a little sad about it. Ooh, some brand new. That's a good one when you're really sad. <laughs> uh, you I, know. I typically go for the, uh, the Co-Wetzel. Co-Wetzel? Co-Wetzel yeah. Yeah, because he's got some real good sad yeah. songs. Yeah. See, you know, you're getting me into stuff. I'm listening to a lot of Hardy lately. You know, we get you into more of the, 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 the pop punk and emo stuff. We already connect on the, the, the metal. Yeah. Slipknot, Avenged Sevenfold. Classics now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're new. Did uh, you know that Lamb of God is considered, like, classic metal now? Oh, uh, did you know most of the music we were growing up is almost in the oldies? Like, it could be on the oldies channel? Yes. Yeah, like, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's wholeheartedly yeah. bullshit. One thing we can both agree on is that Nirvana has always sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I give it to him for doing it, but, you know, just not a fan of the music. Never the best thing that happened to them was the Rack of the 12 Gauge. Oh. Yeah, I said it. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, we are about to run out of time and before we close it out, I want to uh, give everybody the lifestyle fact of the week. Um, So, a lot of you know, especially if you are following us from TikTok, uh, a lot of you know that the upside down pineapple means uh, that those people, it's a symbol for swingers, right? Uh, I've got pineapples all over all of my shit. I'm actually going to have a pineapple tattoo on my leg here very soon. Um, But, there's another symbol. Are you ready? Plastic pink flamingos in the yard is a symbol for swingers. Did you know that? I I did. You told me that, yeah. But that's not the reason I was you already Yeah, that's fucking wild. I never knew that plastic flamingos were a sign for swingers, but we've had some flamingos sitting out there by the deck for fucking years before we ever decided to right. do any of this shit and turns out we knew all along so there you go guys uh thank well, you it like this what let's uh before we say goodbye leave uh let's leave some drop some knowledge drop some uh drop a truth bomb say what you want to say a truth bomb wrap it up wrap up the whole show and instead of are. instead of giving you a truth bomb i'm going to give you this and i try to end as many of my tiktoks as i can with this um we want to go through the world loving everybody, right? Just so we're talking about your TikTok, so it's going to go love everybody, especially Heidi LeVon? No. Or Heidi LeVay? God, I love, I love her so much. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> we want to go through the world loving everybody, right? That's that's our big thing. Love everybody until they give you a reason not to love you, or not to love them. 
anyways, the way that you do that is by loving yourself, right? So love yourselves because I love you. Okay, thanks. Love you. Cake, take it away. Yeah, I want to say is how I end up in most of my shows. You know, smile. You know, pass a smile. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care who you love. I don't care whose genitals you want to touch. I don't care about any of that. Smile at somebody. It doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter your belief system. Smile. Yeah. Smiling at somebody, a random stranger, telling them, hey, I like that shirt. Keep walking. Mm-hmm. You know, because that makes them, they smile. They smile at somebody else. They may compliment somebody else. You know, and then they're going to do that. at least two people. And that, those two people do two people. And it's just, it's a ripple effect. That's all we need. Just a smile and a, just compliment somebody. Fellas, listen real close to me. If you're trying to get in the lifestyle, don't be creepy smiling at girls and telling them that you like their shirts. Okay. That's that's that sends the wrong message. Okay. Don't be throwing pineapples at people. Yeah. Or or plastic flamingos, those fucking hurt. Or if you're a Jeep person throwing rubber ducks at people. I don't know what that is. But no, a, a smile and a little bit of love goes a long way. Um you know the best way to start the day? Oh, uh folges in your cup. No, look in the mirror and smile at yourself. That's right. Yeah. Start it out that way. Guys, that's our time for the day. Uh, tune in next week when we will be talking about some dark stuff, but we will also have lots of boner jokes. Uh, lots yeah, of if you guys read out by now, we're random. Yeah. This is going to go back and forth, and it's just going to be bouncy. Pure stream of consciousness shit. Uh, we're actually about to record that episode right now. First, I need to go grab another beer, um, and you guys need to go through another work week before you hear from us. So, until next week, love you. Bye. Fuck off. We love you.